Welcome back to another episode of the Shorts and Goggles podcast. RJ Liggins and Kevin Reed. We are here on a Monday WCC tournament action. Gonzaga going to be facing off against St. Mary's. Kev, how are we feeling today? Happy WCC semifinal Monday to you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thanks to BYU for playing these games on Monday, but it's all <laughs> good. Anyways, it's actually a good lead up uh, to the game because the concept or premise for today's podcast you actually came up with actually ties in really nicely with tonight's game yes very fitting that with wcc play in fabulous las vegas um we were texting of course with producer tyler and of course had to and just we we got down a rabbit hole this is gonna be another pod we got down a rabbit hole of 2000s hoopers yeah that's right that's that's where <laughs> that's where this all came from that's where yeah. this began um, who were you looking up? Because I I, I kind of stole the thread when I started talking about Chris Lofton from Tennessee. But who? So I, I think it up? was like a post. It was a post about like throwback hoops or somebody. I think it was throwback hoops, and it was like it was just like a scroll over a bunch of images of guys from like 2009. And I was just I was excited because Pargo was was part of the players on there. And right. I was like, I told you that 019 was iconic, right? But then there was also Terrence Williams from Louisville. And I just remember being like, or I told the group, I was like, I remember being so high on this guy. I thought he was going to be so good in the NBA. And he just kind of ended up not being anything. So yeah. no, no disrespect to him, but it was just kind of one of those times where I was like, man, remember like Scotty Reynolds was also in that group. I was like, remember like how high we used to get for these guys and how good we thought they were going to be. And literally the best player out of that whole group was like Grievous Vasquez, I think. Was the best player in the group that got sent over. Well, Iconic moment, General Grievous Vasquez doing mm. his thing in Spokane in the NCAA tournament while that we is, were in college that at is Spokane right. Arena against Draymond Green's Michigan State team, I believe. Yep, I think that was the team, yeah. Yeah, so that's our moral of the story on this podcast. That's our sweet spot is we've got, a, we've got sweet spots for like 90s NBA yep. and mid-2000s college basketball, I yep. think, is to late 2000s to like – through college for us. So what, 2012? Yep. Which in carrying in with this, I going down that creative rabbit hole on Saturday and with the Zag talk coming up because of the WCC tournament, um, we hashed out this idea of an all WCC opponent team. This is, of course, from the Gonzaga perspective because that's why you're here. This is an all WCC opponent team. And you and I are going to kind of talk out the schematics of this thing now, but how I see it, I kind of see it as like a monster situation. Mm. Oh, so you want to go by like position? Like if we had to build a five man rotation, we don't have to go all WCC opposition. We don't have to go like this guy's a one, this guy's a two. Right. I think there should be some, accounting for like like you're not going to have a team for example you're despite this being the wcc there should be like a post player Mm -hmm. in the roster you know like you could have we could even make that like if you want to establish some rules we could say at minimum you have to have one non-guard in your starting five like you could have a four guard offense because this is the wcc but like at the very least you got to have a, a big guy okay and are we litigating one starting five or are we each picking a starting five 
I thought that it would be fun if we snake drafted. This is kind of what producer Tyler said. If we snake drafted this, then we could do a fan vote, RJ. Mm. Which WCC uh, is more, which team is more like for boating? Gotcha. And this is another sweet spot of ours is taking other podcast ideas and just yes. putting our own WCC spin on it. So shout out yes. to uh, the old man in the three, the JJ Reddick podcast for yes. helping this idea. Okay. And just to be clear, this is all WCC because I might need to revisit my big board because I have a couple of non, non-WCC teams in there. Oh, interesting. So you went Gonzaga opponents? I went Gonzaga opponents. Oh. So, which opens up the pool a little bit, but also too, oh. then it gets it. It gets tricky then because then it's like it's a team we only play once in throughout the year, and it's not like someone we've played like a bunch of times. Like the only real exception to that that I saw was Clay Thompson. I think Clay Thompson played us a couple times, and there was that one game where he just absolutely just went ballistic on us. And it was at that moment I knew he was going to be a really good NBA player. So I'm going to request that we stick to WCC if possible, yeah. or else yeah. I would. Yeah, all of a sudden you start drafting Clay, and I'm like, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So a co- couple of names that I had written down was Clay Thompson, yes, uh, Brandon Paul when he came to Spokane uh, with Illinois and just killed us. Mm-hmm. Um, Derek Lowe, another Wazoo, Wazoo sure. guy, Wazoo point guard. That was back in the uh, the Tony Bennett days as well. Love Derek Lowe, yeah, yeah. yeah Kyle Derek Weaver. Lowe, yeah, was one of my favorites. I couldn't Derek pick Lowe, between Kyle Weaver, Aaron Kyle Baines. Weaver. Yeah, um, yep. Yeah. And then Wayne Ellington and Ty Lawson were two that I had. Yeah. And Brandon Ashley from Arizona, I remember being really good. So yeah. those are the one. Oh, and Jordan Farmer from that UCLA team. Jordan Farmer from that UCLA team. Yep. So those are some of the, the names I had on my big board. So, okay. So we're going to snake draft a five. We're I might snake draft to, a five. I might have to get creative then because <laughs> I'm, I'm losing a couple people off my big board. But yeah. Well, all of a sudden you got some like, actual you have some like serious nba talent going on there and it's like whoa that's not that's not what we're doing so okay how do we who wants do you have like a coin you could flip for who picks so that's the thing is we need to discuss (laughs) this because there's a consensus number one pick yes that's definitely patrick mills of the same mary's gales gotta Uh, be patty mills was hands down the most terrifying person i've ever seen step foot inside the mccarthy center number one hands down yep Uh, i will I'm assuming you were at that game. The one where he broke his hand? Yes. Yeah, because he just kept scooting back. It was like it was like Dame and Steph in the All-Star game last night. He just kept scooting back further, 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 and it got out of hand really fast. So, no, that was – yeah, Patty Mills for sure, the most terrifying WCC player we've ever had to go against. Such a shame that was his last um... – I think that was his last college game or no, you know what St. Mary's did? Do you remember this? They like, he kind of tried to come back at the end of the season and St. Mary's is like scheduling random non-conference opponents, yeah. like COVID style, like at the end, trying to beef up their resume and stuff like that. Um, but that was like the last we saw of like peak Patty Mills in college. Mm-hmm. No way. Cause Gonzaga comes back to win that game after Patty Mills gets hurt. Yeah. Cause they started kicking our ass. Like, cause we started strong and he missed like his first, like four or five shots and then just went ballistic for like the rest of the first half. Yes. And then like, he got hurt right before the half. Right. I think so. Yeah. And then that's when we were able to come back and win it. But yeah, that, that game got out of hand really quickly once he started going off. 
Oh yeah. And there was no way. So that is, that is why we won that game yeah. is Patty Mills's injury. There's no way we won otherwise. He's the clear number one pick. He, uh, for, for us now to be caveat also is we're talking about like our era, which is like more or less the Mark few era of Gonzaga basketball. Right. So not acceptable is Steve Nash, for example. Can you ah, not, yeah, right. That's true. Could, not, not, not counting Steve Nash. I didn't even think about him, but yeah, he would have been like that sneaky, like bullshit pick. <laughs> He's up there with Clay Thompson as far as like, that's not a real pick. <laughs> right. Also, throwing this out there, we're not counting Jimmer. Damn it. Because, he is on my board nope, too. Because. Oh, come on. Nope. We played him in the tournament and he thoroughly demolished us in the tournament. Yes, he did. <laughs> but they were still in the Mountain West. That's all right. Fine. The technicality, but they were in our conference like the next year. That's right. So you could. There is a notable Jimmer teammate that you might be interested in drafting, but possibly, possibly, yeah, he's he's on my board as well. He's, so. he's definitely on my board. Yeah. Okay. So who gets Patty? That is the that is the question. We do, um, do you have a coin we could flip or like an? I, app? Do you? No, I don't. Um, we could rock, do like a we could virtual like rock paper scissors Google class. <laughs> oh, we could do virtual rock paper scissors. That's kind of funny. Okay. All right. One, two, three. Shoot. Sure. All right. One, two, three. Shoot. All right. Ah. Damn. All right, cool. So you get Patty and then Patty I get two. You get two and three. We're snaking. All right. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Delhi yeah. from St. Mary's and Eric Mika, who was pretty much single-handedly responsible for BYU ruining Gonzaga's perfect season up to that point in 2017. Um, yeah. And Delhi was just, I mean, anytime St. Mary's was competitive or they had beaten us, like he was on that team and he was just an absolute, like people thought he was annoying in the NBA. Like they didn't watch him in college where he was not only a pest, but also just like an offensive force. Um, I think he's like basically the diet version of Patty Mills. Those are two excellent picks. I like it, yeah. And then Mika, I literally just have nightmares of him like just all the time basically <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah okay i'm going to take said jimmer for that teammate and i'm going to take brandon davies okay and i'm also going to take oh, this is what i'm going to think yeah Okay, I'll stay big. I'll take Jock Landale. Ah, yeah, he was on my board as well. Yep. So Brandon Davies, the under really the underrated part of that excellent BYU season that is famous for the Jimmer for Dutch shenanigans. Brandon Davies famously famous for gets, his own shenanigans. <laughs> famous for his own, but not shenanigans, just very famous for BYU's honor code. Yeah. Um has a Sounds like a great caring relationship with his girlfriend and gets, gets suspended the rest of the season. Mm -hmm. um, this prompted me in college to tweet out, I break the BYU honor code every day, which was in reference to me drinking black coffee. But I realized after I pressed, <laughs> I pressed sent on that was a spicier tweet than I intended. So I'm forever, I'm for, I'm forever linked to Brandon just Davies. Forever late. It just spoke here, just laying pipe on a daily basis. Yes. Yeah, and then reporting. I hit send. I was like, "Oh no!" You're like, "Oh so, no!" I'm gonna need to delete that one. That's, that's funny. A, that's my bad. So Brandon Davies, I have a soft spot for. He's my second overall pick. 
Mm-hmm. I think again, he got some burn more... with the Sixers too, right? So he would be that'd be our 76ers tie for the podcast. Oh, <laughs> Let's queue up his yes, he did, RJ, in 2013, 2014. I remember him being a part of those process teams. And I don't know why I remembered that, but I was just like, oh, this is that Brandon Davies. I was like, nice. It's incredible you remember that. Uh I he, like, don't ask me how, but <laughs> he's still doing his thing. He's on FC Barcelona. Oh shit. All right, go get that. Yeah, so- Brandon, Brandon Davies still out there. He was all Euro League in 2019. Shit, damn! Yeah. What like second team or? I think he was like it said. Wikipedia says all Euro League. I don't That's know. That's pretty a good by that. Jeez. All right. What a stud. Go off. All right. Go off, Brandon. Davies. <laughs> Go off. Shit. And then Jock Landale. Damn. For me, just of. Again, wanting size here, he's 6'11". He's infinitely more likable than Omar Samham. Mm. And, <laughs> mm. and he's definitely on the board, too. He's absolutely on the board. He's absolutely he's on, on the board. Oh, he's on the board. I'm he's the ultimate Gonzaga heel, for sure. He is – that is the correct word to use for him is, is the heel. Um, in honor of WCC night, you must, you must of course, remember his ep- – Pick one-on-one duel with Sacre in the WCC tournament. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> possession by possession. I do remember that. Probably my favorite play he's involved in, though, was when uh, Elias Harris just put his nutsack on the back of his head on, like, three different tip dunks. It was just a beautiful night. <laughs> yeah. Big, big stuff. But for but for Jock, sorry, Jock, for, um, for Mr. Landale, um, kind of like – so his air of – St. Mary's in these like mid to in these mid teens. Cause he was after us. He's, he's following us, but yeah. um, he, he had some huge games. Like he, Jock Landau could fill, fill it up. So um, I'm again, I'm looking off his Wikipedia page. He has, he had 24 and 12 in a win versus Gonzaga. He had 32 against Pacific one time. He had, he had 33 and 12 against Georgia in one time. So like he, an all first conference player just like someone who can fill it up at the rim get you get you some boards um feeling pretty good about having him and brandon davies and patty mills i love my team right now it's a pretty solid team can't be mad at that okay gotcha so right now i got delhi and mika so i got the guard got the guard in the big Mm -hmm. i think this guy's definitely gotta come off the board soon before before he's not on anymore, but Tyler Haas of BYU sure. fame. Yep. Um, well, probably the most, I remember there was like that graphic or whatever, where it's like him and Pangos were like the two leading three point shooters in like the country or something yeah. like that. Yep. Um, Tyler Haas, he'd go get a bucket though. Like he was just a walking bucket. And anytime we played BYU, especially when we played him a Provo, like that was the guy I was always the most worried about. Uh, Cause he just had a tendency to get loose and get hot make a lot of shots and of course his younger brother is equally as much of a pain in the ass but Tyler I would say was the better overall player between the two yes so okay so I got two Cougars in there and one Gale I really want to consider Sam Hant or Omar you might as well man I'm thinking about because he is the ultimate heel but I do got a couple other names one guy I kind of forgot about was a real handful and a real problem and actually had a really brief run in the NBA was Kyle Collinsworth. Do you remember this guy? 
Are you taking him right here? I think so from BYU. That's a, that's a great pick. That was great. my next pick. Go off great, on great Kyle. pick for the fourth round. Dude, the guy was just a fucking problem. Like he could do everything. And he was like that sneaky athletic white boy that like you didn't expect him to really do anything, but he was like he was big, he had good size, he was quick, just a menace defensively. And then just that guy that made all the utility cleanup plays, pretty solid shooter. Like he yeah. was, he was one of the more unassuming guys we've ever ran into in WCC play. And he would light us up like consistently. I think there was, correct me if I'm wrong. There was one game where we were playing BYU and they were in control of the game. And then I think he tears his ACL or something like that. He like gets injured. And then that's when we're able to kind of pull that game away. Um, but yeah, man, Collinsworth, man, I just remember being just an absolute, absolute problem. I am pulling this from Wikipedia, of course. Um, I did a double take when I saw this earlier today. What NCAA record does he hold, RJ? He, I don't know. What record is that? Think about how much of a problem he is. Is it steals? Charges? No. I don't know. What what could it be? During the 2014-15 season, Collinsworth broke the NCAA single season record for triple doubles. Oh, what? With six. Holy crap. That's amazing. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Gonzaga's only had one in their school history, and this dude had six in one year. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, he also – and then on March 16, 2016, Collinsworth recorded his 12th career triple-double, extending the NCAA record he set earlier in the season. So he's the career and single-season triple-double holder. That's crazy. For all of college basketball. Yeah. Great pick for the fourth round. I what a huge it. pick by you, dude. I love it. No, and he was a guy I kind of forgot about too. And then I was just like, you know, obviously just doing some quick research, trying to figure out, you know, what what five would be the nastiest. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I forgot this guy was just a, a fucking nightmare. Yeah, he is a nightmare. Ooh. All right. Feel good about that one. You should feel good. That's that's well done. All right. How are you closing this out? Okay, I'm gonna go with I'm going to go with Jordan Ford. Oh, that's a good one. Good pick. Jordan Ford from St. Mary's. And then I'm going to, I, I'm, te- I, I'm tempted just for the sake of it, not to go with a, another Gale, but I got it. I got to do it. Another, another one of our contemporaries, Mickey McConnell. He's, he was early on my board too. Yeah. It, was, it was pretty much between him and Collinsworth that I was going to try to go with. Cause yep. that, that dude, Oh my goodness. So Jordan Ford, RJ, I don't like, do you, I don't know if you and I talked about him, but I've had conversations, I think with Derek about Jordan Ford. And it's like, it's just like, just seemed like a dude who can't, who showed up to win. Yeah. Like just a, kind of a badass. like, mm-hmm. nah, nah, I'm here to win today. And he, he demonstrated that a couple times. Like, he had he had some good runs. Speaking of WCC tournament, like he has he had a game where he like willed the Gales against the, against BYU. He hits a yeah. jumper to to beat BYU there. Um, he had a just it seems like these moments. He he beat he's beat Gonzaga. So whenever you beat Gonzaga, you always like put them on notice. He helped Gonzaga the Gales to upset Gonzaga in the conference tournament, and they got an NCAA tournament appearance by him. Mm-hmm. So. First team all WCC player beats Gonzaga, clutch gamer. Love having a backcourt of Patty Mills and Jordan Ford. I think that's awesome. 
Yeah, that's a solid backcourt. That's a lot of that's just two bucket getters too. Let's just, for let's sure. just get some buckets, bro. Um and then Mickey McConnell. How about like what a boss? <laughs> just just a stud. The 2011 WCC men's basketball player of the year. Ugh. Such yeah, a presence in our lives, man. Dude, he was because he hit the game winner in was that in Spokane or was that during the turn the WCC tournament where he beat mm. us? That might have been in Spokane, actually. That might have been in Spokane. Yeah, I just remember being really pissed after that game because it was like losing to St. Mary's like at their place is one thing, or losing to them in the tournament is one thing. But like, you don't let them beat you in in Spokane. And yeah, I just remember that like last second shot he hit, um, sent us home that night. It was, it was brutal. McConnell. Yes. Where is that? On January 27th, his senior year, McConnell drops 27, hits a game-winning shot with 1.2 seconds remaining to defeat the Bulldogs. The first and only? No, not only. The first victory for Randy Bennett and McCarthy Athletics. That might be... No, that might not be the only one. But still, yeah. yeah, I mean, moment I'll never forget, for sure. Mickey McConnell. But the fifth and final pick, that's pretty solid. All right. Uh, drafted by the L.A. Dodgers. Got drafted by the Dodgers? What? <laughs> Wait, what? You got drafted by the Dodgers. Oh, like out of high school or something? No, man, in, in uh, 2011. What? Did he play baseball for him too? The picks completely surprised McConnell, who had not played baseball since high school. <laughs> what in the world? What a boss. God damn. Total stud. All right, that's pretty sick. <laughs> that's pretty cool, actually. Yes. Um, all right. Proposal. Do you, I'm not sure how many more names you got, but maybe I'll close it out with the fifth, and then we'll do, like, two bench guys maybe. Sure, we'll, that sounds good. And we'll alternate the bench guys. So I'll do, I'll do two picks, and then you'll do one, then I'll do one, then you do one, and we'll close sure. it out. Great. All right. So with that in mind, for my starting five, I think I got to go with. I don't like having like an all BYU team right now, so I'm gonna put. I'll go ahead and go Omar. Sure. I'll get I'll get Samman in there. I mean, yep. just the ultimate heel. Um, I don't think there's been a better villain Gonzaga's ever had or or seen since since that man. He's number one. Number one, just the greatest antagonist that we have ever seen for so many reasons. And then off the bench to back him up, I'm going to grab Yoli Childs, who was responsible for Gonzaga's only loss last year. And that's all I got about him. I mean, definitely NBA. I mean, I can riff a little bit more about him, but definitely NBA. Yeah, NBA talent. (laughs) Yeah. Level talent. He single-handedly pretty much beat Gonzaga a year ago, over a year ago now. Um, that was the last time that they've lost as a, as a team and a program. And it was cause yeah. he pretty much just put the team on his back and just destroyed Gonzaga. Yep. Cool. Okay, so, so you got six. Yep. So now this got, is for your six man. Okay. My six man, my six man, I've got, yeah. My six man, where's Waldo? 
We're going, where's Waldo? Where's Waldo? <laughs> Brad Waldo. Remember Brad Waldo? Oh my gosh. I have not thought of Brad Waldo. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Big man from St. Mary's, right? Where's Waldo? He's now on my team. That's great. I love how this has basically just become a just St. Mary's and BYU, just like all time team, basically. Yeah, I got. I I will I will promise that my next pick will not be one. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to kind of think outside the box too. Yep. And one name that jumps out to me, I don't, I can't remember if he was actually like that good or not, but uh, Michael Thompson, Clay Thompson's brother. Sure. Yeah, for Pepperdine. Remember him being a, a guy that was featured a lot, at least in the broadcast. And, you know, he always put up a pretty good performance against us, but, like, Pepperdine was just never that good, really. Yeah. Um, so never really had to worry about him so too much. But, you know what? Nice guard to bring off the bench. Let's go ahead and just slock him in there. I like it. Shout out to the Thompson clan. If I can't have Clay, I'm going to get his brother. Right. I'm going to get Trace to come off the bench. Okay. Let's do eight. Do you have enough for eight, a three-person bench? I can make eight, yeah. Okay. I'm going to take – I'm going to go away from our Gales and our Cougars. Yeah. And Yeah, I had to think about that for a second. And I'm going to go with Johnny D from San Diego. Do you remember this kid? Johnny D – think so was that like 2008 or was that like 2008 2009 range nope he's much more recent johnny d no i don't no refresh my memory on him okay johnny d well i I don't he he he's not quite he's a little bit younger than us he's a little younger than us he's 28 um so johnny d plays for the toreros he played for played for usd um but the key thing about Johnny D is that Johnny D is a 94.5% three point, not three point, excuse me, that'd be absurd, free throw shooter. Hmm. So I've got Johnny D coming off the bench. He's my, uh, got to ice the game. I've got Johnny D in there. He's going to make all these free throws. Um, Two time first team all West coast selection currently bopping around in Europe. Just bopping around Johnny, Johnny D Johnny D gotcha. Um, gotcha. Okay. I think for my last pick, let's go ahead and let's keep it. I think if we keep it, keep it in, at Pepperdine, I'm going to go ahead yeah. and grab Colby Ross. Mm-hmm. Kobe Ross scared the living shit out of me last year. Uh, and he's one of the reasons why I thought we were going to be – that's why I thought Pepperdine was going to be really good. Not really good this year, but just kind of like one of those monkey wrench teams. And mm-hmm. they gave us a scare in a couple games – or in one game this year. They came out the gate kind of hot, took the lead at halftime. Um, but, yeah, Kobe Ross in particular last year, I remember being just a, a real problem. Um, put us in a lot closer games than we needed to be with Pepperdine last year, and it was – Pretty much single-handedly because of him. So this year we had the guys that throw at him to slow him down. So wasn't quite as impactful, but you know we'll get a couple couple tides off the bench for uh, for the squad. Yep. So, okay, la- my last pick, RJ. I'm deciding, and I'll even include you in this conversation. Okay. 
I'm trying to f- pick a Santa Clara Bronco bucket getter. Okay. And my two choices are Jared Brown, Ridger, or Kevin Foster. Kevin Foster, for sure. He's more, he, he's, yeah, he's, he's our guy. He's, he's our age. We, he was the guy that, yeah, when, yeah, we were playing Santa Clara. Because Santa Clara almost fucked around and beat us one game, right? And then, like, a fan threw something on the court or something. Oh, was that, like, yeah. That was, that, like, that was freshman like year, maybe? Freshman year, yeah. That yep. was early. They definitely, like, had that game won and somebody, some idiot fan totally blew it for I absolutely them. Um, yeah, so I'm going Kevin Foster. Like I said, a, just a bucket getter. Um, not very good Santa Clara Broncos teams. Known for giving – Known for giving Gonzaga a fight historically. Mm-hmm. I think um, he's put up a couple 30 pieces on us before, right? He he can fill it up, man. Yeah, he, uh, he was a bucket. So he's 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 my he's my spark off the bench. He's my bucket getter, Kevin Foster. Okay. Not bad. Okay. Not bad. No, this is pretty respectable rock rotations we got here. So just to recap, the first pick for my team, that was Delhi. Then I went uh, Eric Mika and Tyler Hawes, uh, Kyle Collinsworth, which was a steal at the fourth spot. Omar Samhan rounds out the the starting five. And then off the bench, I got Yoli Childs, Michael Thompson, and Colby Ross. So I feel pretty good about that. Eight. That's, that's, that's a lot of buckets right there. Our defense isn't going to be great, but you know what? That's fine. Like we're not, we're here to get points, man. We're like GU in real life. We're, we're yeah. in the buckets. No, that's good. And my, my recap is Patty Mills, Jock Landale, Jordan Ford, Brandon Davies, Mickey McConnell, Johnny D, where's Brad Waldo, and Kevin Foster. Yeah, Kevin Foster off the bench. I'm, I'm upset I didn't think about that one. That's Kevin good. Foster. Kevin Foster and Kobe Ross off the bench. That's, that's a lot of buckets. That's fun, yeah. That's fun. What's like? What's the most interesting matchup between these two teams? Like, Delhi against Patty Mills is kind of fun. Like, that's yeah. I mean, that's kind of lazy to start with that one, but like, you know, there's the kindred spirits, man. They're very kindred spirits. Just, they're both super Australian. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a fun that's a fun matchup. I think I'm looking at that one. I'm looking at Jock Landale against Omar Samham. I think it's a fun matchup. Ooh, yeah, that could be good. I think McConnell and Collinsworth could be fun too. That's another fun matchup too. Just like a bucket getter against like an all-around playmaker. No, that'd be tight. And then yeah, Brandon Brandon Davies just kind of doing his thing. He'll he'll figure out a way to fit in. But yeah, he will. No, nah, I like it. Sounds good. Well, yeah, I mean, we got we got some WCC to watch tonight. So obviously yep. good that we got a chance to recap some some of our top players. Feel free to leave comments, vote. Let us know which of the uh, these A-man rotations would you pick as far as all WCC Gonzaga opponents are concerned. In the meantime, it's been RJ and Kevin giving you guys a short one, but we'll be back next week with some more college basketball and NBA. You can listen to us on the Shorts and Goggles podcast and follow us at Shorts Goggles Pod on Instagram. You can listen to us on Spotify, Anchor FM, Breaker, and Google Podcasts. Like I said, we'll be back next week. Peace.